Welcome to What Healthy Couples Know That You Don't, a podcast dedicated to helping you create the relationship you truly want. And now, here's your host, licensed psychotherapist, Rhoda Mills-Summer. What fuels anger and destroys relationships? Episode 27. Anger is usually done badly by nearly everyone. Rarely does anger have a quiet dignity of truth. Anger in relationships can be traumatic when witnessed by children. Anger can be ugly and deadly if soaked in alcohol or contempt. Despite all the negativity attached to anger, it is a very useful tool. What is the purpose of anger as a tool? In the emotional toolbox. It says, hey, what about me? So why do so many of us use anger in destructive ways? Number one, most of us have the habit of stashing our grievances and then cashing them in, feeling very self-righteous in one gigantic dump. Number two, anger often covers up a big pile of insecurity. If I'm loud and mean, you won't see how really insecure or fearful I am. Number three, we get carried away with the power of anger. I love the certainty of anger. It feels so good. Number four, it is usually based in a very right-wrong frame of reference. Anger loves simplicity and doesn't have time for complicatedness. Relationships are all about complicatedness. Anger loves, you're with me, you're against me. I'm good, you're bad. Number five, never underestimate the deliciousness of blame. Who wants to look at their part in the problems when it is so much easier to blame? Blame is one of the favorite ingredients of anger. Doesn't it feel really good to know with deep and profound certainty that the other person is to blame? Who wants the more scary business of looking at ourselves? Doing that is messy and uncomfortable. So who needs it? All of the above captures a very black, white, one, ten, either, or perspective. I believe it is exactly this that contributes to the real destruction of relationships. Just look at the two political parties and how crazy the polarization has become. Relationships require negotiation. Negotiations are a major foundation of relationship longevity. Negotiations can only work if you can learn to recognize the in-between of two people, the gray in-between, the black and white, the four, five, six, seven in-between the one and ten, or the and that is missing in the either-or equation. 
The black-white 110 either-or perspective offers the gigantic blessing of certainty. This is how it is. There is no messiness, and the uncomfortableness of struggle gets shut down. Who wants the hard work of struggling? Certainty is always so much more attractive than uncertainty. We run screaming into the night away from uncertainty. Remember your own adolescence, or perhaps you are enduring the adolescence of your children. I remember the 100% beliefs that I was certain about that truly make me wince now. Don't trust anyone over 30, we baby boomers cried. And today, that is laughable. Adolescents are full of fierce certainty that you are stupid and to cover up their own painful uncertainty. Adolescents hate being confused and they love the certainty of their anger and they don't have the patience for complicatedness. Life is far better for a teen when they can target you to be a bullseye for all their misery. It is truly adolescent to stay stuck in your own point of view and not budge because, of course, adolescents are self-righteous. If you are arguing in this same way with your partner, then the truth is you are still emotionally adolescent. Growing up means you can disagree and still be understanding about where someone else is coming from. Growing up means you can have a bigger point of view, that you can absorb the good points someone else makes. Growing up means really listening well and considering being influenced by someone else. The ultimate test of respect is allowing yourself to be influenced by someone else. Growing up means you recognize you can't always be right, and it's important to be fair. Growing up means not using anger and manipulation in order to increase your power in an already lopsided relationship. Interrupting anger can be a difficult maneuver especially if you like your anger and get caught up in the power of it. Anger controls others and makes them cooperate with you even when they don't want to. That can be a terrific feeling that even a three-year-old can appreciate. So you have to begin by interrupting your own intensity. You do this by being willing to know and curious to understand the other person's truth. Can you tell the other person what's important to them and get it right? Very few angry people can achieve that because it requires thinking. Anger is all about an emotional dump. You want to interrupt it with thinking. Use your imagination to understand what is valuable about the other perspective. What is the four, five, six, and seven about a particular issue? When we moved to Western PA, I had no experience of guns whatsoever. 
Now, I do respect that my guys who hunt, it really matters. And it becomes a family legacy that can be profound. Inject a dose of uncertainty into your own anger. Question your self-righteousness. Be curious about the other point of view and how it might have validity. I gave a technique in my earlier episode on anger, how to argue better, that couples can use. Download episode 8 to learn this three-part technique that I created. A lot of parents believe they know what's best for their adult children. While it might be hard to swallow your beliefs, my rule of thumb is to express an opinion once or even not at all, which is particularly difficult for me, and I have achieved it more often than not. It is disrespectful to dismiss the differences of your adult children and constantly poke at them with what you believe is the correct and really right point of view. Right, wrong thinking and feeling is very dismissive of the differences and ultimately is disrespectful, which contributes to the enormous distance. People then may begin to tell you what you want to hear instead of the truth. It is truth and vulnerability that creates real intimacy. Disrespect feeds the distance. Respect helps create emotional safety where truth and vulnerability can grow. The struggle in the four, five, six, and seven means there is more room for truth in your relationship. Respect means there is room for the differences and the relationship can breathe. Respecting the middle ground means you can meet each other in the middle. When two people are in a relationship, then most often there will be two ways to look at something. My challenge for you today is to ask yourself to give up blame and think instead about how to own up to your part in things. Ask yourself to interrupt the intensity of emotions and try to think through to unbury what is important to you about the argument. Can you say what's important in a more vulnerable way? Can you appreciate the other person's perspective? Challenge yourself to consider the four, five, and six in between the one and ten of self-righteousness. My next episode will air in January 2017, and it is based on my son-in-law's request. He's from New Zealand, and it's been a real surprise to me that I'd be willing to throw myself in front of a bus for him, as well as my own kids. He asked me to talk about being more content with how things are. I have lots to say about that, so I hope you'll listen. Have you hugged a non-listener today? No, really. They need it. Imagine going all day, every day, without podcasts in your life. Then tell them about my show, What Healthy Couples Know That You Don't, and why you enjoy listening. Spread the word. I really appreciate it. More free information at my website, therapyideas.net. Thanks again for listening. Thank you for listening to What Healthy Couples Know That You Don't. 
If you have enjoyed the show, please leave a rating and review on iTunes and help get the word out. To learn more or connect with Rhoda, visit therapyideas.net. Thank you for listening to What Healthy Couples Know That You Don't. If you have enjoyed the show, please leave a rating and review on iTunes and help get the word out. To learn more or connect with Rhoda, visit therapyideas.net.